Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. Joshua, as we approach, God, I, I can't keep doing this because the season's not over. I, I don't like having this tone of the season being over, so I apologize. We're trying to be like, I guess every pun intended here, we are the salt teens, right? We're just trying to help you digest this type of sickness that we are all dealing with here. Um, so, Josh, I want to wrap the show and spend some time talking to this. I put a poll on Twitter. Thank you for retweeting it. Be sure to follow Houts on Twitter at Houts, H-A-U-T-Z. Um, I posted at jmetal94. Just a simple question, Josh, and we're going to run through some of the responses here. Um, let me ask you, do you feel like Mike McDaniel has created and developed a scheme that maximizes offensive talent on the Miami Dolphins? Um, you know, I, I feel like he did. I feel like they went out there and they, you know, did everything they could, right, to surround Tua Tagovailoa with all the talent, to use his skill sets, you know, to um, mask some of the offensive line woes and things like that. I mean, if you're asking me situationally, if they puts that offense in the best situation, I mean, that I might argue, right? There's some play calls that we can all disagree with on Sundays and, um, you know, different things like that. But I do think that they did the right thing by building this thing around Tua Tagovailoa, his anticipation and things like that. I mean, you can't tell me, Jake, that if for some reason the Dolphins were to ever move on from Tua and bring in a quarterback with a different pair, uh, you know, a different skill set that you – I would think Mike McDaniel could probably completely reinvent this thing then, right? I think he does do a good job of utilizing or building this offense around his player's strengths, um, just how he uses those strengths throughout the game that I might uh, critique and want to see a little bit more out of. That I think is so interesting, man, because you suggest that other players can come in and, and not play this offense well, right? We saw Teddy Bridgewater stink. We saw Mike Fright throw a pick six leading by 30 points. Um, Skyler Thompson, Seventh round rookie, he struggled. It, it, give him a pass. I'm not saying this to hit on him. If everybody can't play in this scheme, what's the point of it? So think about it this way, right? You know, we're maximizing Tyreek Hill here, and I could say we're max maximizing Jalen Waddle, um, our good friend Chris Lorando at Extortion on X. Um, he said that he felt the Dolphins leaned heavily on one player. Would have much rather seen Tyreek get like 1,300 yards and spread the love elsewhere. So, yeah, I, I think I do agree with that, Josh. But much like quarterbacks, do you think other wide receivers can thrive in this offense? I mean, everybody wants to tear Chase Claypool a new one, right, for one route. But season on the line, is it really fair when you're investing all these draft picks and salary into these guys, into Tua, into Tyreek, into Waddle, that you need this ninth wide receiver you signed this year to be absolutely perfect on an out route to save your season? I just think... That might be a little bit of a challenge, just the sustained success of this offense. We see the highs, man, but that floor is very, very loud and clear. And that's probably right there, you know, talking about having the right system in place, but having the wrong personnel in at times, right? I mean, Chase, I almost said Charles Clayton. Chase Kippel was not coming down with that ball no matter um, where to, to a through it. I think what's going to, you know, maybe take this thing to the next level could be a third wide receiver, right? It just seems like we needed someone to step up all season long with Jalen Waddle out. Um, it just hasn't happened. But back to your point, I think it has a lot to do with that speed and just the timing with Tua Tagovailoa. And I think that's why um, this thing isn't running a you know a full systems go right because the timing's off every now and then with Cedric Wilson. We see it every week. We saw it with Chase Claypool, um, Durham Smythe. I'd like to see him get more involved, but that just doesn't seem like it's ever going to happen. What about you? Do you think they're utilizing the running backs the best to their you know skill sets in this offensive system? Do you like what the way they're being utilized? 
Raheem Mostert led the league in rushing touchdowns, and 20% of Devon Achan's runs went for at least 10 yards. Mike McDaniel is a run game coordinator. I, I think the running attack is, is absolutely beautiful. I think there are no issues with it. The Dolphins, I think they're slightly below average. This is the one number I don't have in terms of targeting um, uh, running backs. I think it's at like 28%-ish. Wide receiver, they're near the top, obviously, when you have Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, and you can easily give those guys 30 targets a game. Tight ends, man, they're the bottom of the league. They target tight ends 6% of the time. And I want to find this one tweet, man, because somebody nailed this. Where, oh God, let me look it up. I'm going to say it, and then I'm going to start searching for their name. But they mentioned the struggle of Miami's offense might begin with, like, you have technically two fullbacks on the field, right? I mentioned Durham Smythe. 50 yards receiving in back-to-back games for the first time in his career. And then you got Alec Ingold, man. And Alec Ingold, uh, he hasn't really made a lot of big plays as a receiving fullback, being that versatile fullback you want. So I'm wondering if there is something, too, that these Bills defenders and all these great defenses kind of understand, hey, don't let Tyreek beat us. Don't let these explosive guys beat us. And then we can go downhill to tackle a cheese or a Alec Ingold, go downhill to tackle Durham Smythe, go downhill to absolutely eviscerate Julian Hill. That's to me, I think was kind of interesting. So Josh, what are your thoughts on that? My thoughts are, I, I kind of agree with you there. And it is funny though, how, when we came into the year and I guess ever since Mike McDaniel got here, right. We we're talking about the importance of this tight end room and how they needed to have uh George Kittle or something like that. So um, I'm intrigued to see where they go from tight end here, but I'd like to see honestly Ingold get more involved in the passing game. Right. I mean, we see it a little bit every now and then, I thought for sure Durham Smythe was going to have that big game this weekend, but um, you want someone else to step up, and it's just not happening. Once they take away Tyreek Hill, Jalen Wild, if he's banged up, it's just kind of been game over after that. And um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Salty to a fan at J Lee T24. Yes, no doubt Mike McDaniel has uh, created a scheme that maximizes offensive talent, but he doesn't adjust the way you'd hope when good teams modify their plans and adjust. Like last night, Bills took away the counter toss by stacking the line and plugging seven and nine. No other adjustments other than falling back to the same dangerous passes to reek. I completely agree with that. Um, I think one of the biggest issues, Mike McDaniel attacks coverages. He sees how opponents are lining up and decides, all right, I can beat that coverage. Instead of maybe taking it a step further and looking at players and maybe look at some Madden grades. That's really lamb analysis, I know. But... I've never seen in two years, and I'd love for someone to uh, correct me, I've never seen the Dolphins pick on a cornerback or a safety or or anything like that. It's always been if the Dolphins are going to eat, everybody's going to eat. I've never seen it be a scenario where it's like the uh, Jimmy Wilson effect where Wes Wilker is going to go 99 yards to the house. It's not like Stephon Diggs in week four. It's not like anybody facing Cater Kohu in week 18. It's just I, I think that's the one thing I haven't seen from this McDaniel offense. It's a little confusing is you have all these studs and you see the Baltimore Ravens having the using Miami's plays and you see Zay Flowers having a huge impact doing what Tyree Kill does. Why can't we kind of scheme up some plays to have some other players have a high impact? I mean, there was a great fade to said Wilson where it was kind of uh you could tell there was a blitz coming and Tua dropped it off perfectly away from the defender. And I think that was right after Russell Douglas went down. So I'm like, they're doing it. They're actually attacking to where the bills are kind of banged up, but it just seemed like that went away so quickly. And it seemed like they just kind of lost that rhythm very quickly. Yeah, we did see it in that one play. And like you said, they didn't, I don't think they went back to it after that. So I can absolutely see what you're saying. And I, I love that we did this. I think it's something we got to do more often where we, 
you know, throw questions out there, retweet it, and maybe even, you know, do this quick little segment on it because um, for as down and out as we are, there are people that feel even, you know, more passionate about it, you know, maybe in one way or the other. So I don't know, man. We're all coming together for this weekend, though. It's going to be a whole different ball game this weekend, right, Jake? Branderson, 74-74. I feel like it maximized Hill and everyone else, including Waddle, suffered from it. Too many times I've seen every other wide receiver act like they didn't even practice. Waddle, not as much, but he def had a down year. I hear a lot of people saying that, and, and there's some merit to it. I think we've Waddle, said it. We've said it. Waddle's dealt with anyway. some injuries, but also this is this is a Waddle's a baller, man. He has three straight seasons with 100 receiving yards. Right? That is that is not easy to do. That's a record. That is a record. And you had Raheem Mostert making three million dollars a year, lead the league in touchdowns. And we can rave about Devon Chain all you want, but what do all these guys have in common? They're really. Really, 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 really fast. Can we do anything else? Can the Miami Dolphins find other ways to win? Because I, I don't necessarily think that the offense... Yeah, yes, all these players struggled. But I do wonder if it's the offense just asking so much of these guys. And in order for it to fit what they want to do with Tua, I, I just wonder if they are so determined to push everything in one direction, they might be a little afraid to be like the Panthers game a couple years ago, where you see Tua you know, complete 21 of 23 passes and it's only six yards per attempt. I, I think that's something that the Dolphins would really need. And I don't know if you can really lean into that with like a Durham Smythe for six, seven, eight targets per game. And I, I think that's what this off season is truly about. Yeah. I don't know where this offense goes from here. And I mean, I was going to sit there when you were mentioning that and bring up Jeff Wilson, because I thought he continues to run hard and he continues to have fresh legs. And that's a different dynamic to the run game that we don't really have. Right. I mean, we got, Devon Achan, who again you can praise till we're blue in the face. You got Raheem Mostert playing his best season without doubt, leading the league in touchdowns. And I want to ask you, Jake. I think that is what's so frustrating about this, right? I mean, not only did we poop the bed when we were playing the Titans, and we know how that's going to haunt us for so many years, how we could have basically rested starters this week, but um, at the end of the day, fuck man, I forget what I was getting ready to say. Oh, it was going to be good, I thought. At I read I F E R. Reed's been tweeting at us forever, so I apologize if I just butchered that. We saw this year that rookie tight ends can have an immediate impact on teams. In an offense like this that heavily features a fullback that doesn't produce stats, you can't also have a tight end, otherwise you become predictable. That, that, I haven't heard, that's a great tweet, man. I actually really like that. I, I, I love that concept. And you wonder, man, is this offense asking too much of receivers and, and tight ends? If it's this hard, if you have to bring in so many different wide receivers and River Craycraft, someone who's do the Bane speech, he grew up in it. He was molded by this scheme. If and if he's only getting one target a game, one reception, it's early. I mean, maybe it's a sign to try some things a little different and, and maybe go back to square one. Um, as a writer, I know there's a bunch of people who code who listen to this podcast. There are times like when you write a sentence, Josh, and, and you know it's this close to being perfect. It's just inches away from being perfect. And you try to play with it so many times and it just doesn't work. Sometimes it's best just to delete the entire thing. Delete the entire sentence, the entire line of code, and just start with what you have. I wonder if the Dolphins didn't do that as much as they should have this year. And on top of that, you could say maybe you can't do it so much if you're having these massive injuries late in the season. You can't really just completely adjust the offense. But in itself, that's limiting too. And if you're going to start paying guys a lot of money, you're limiting yourself in a lot of ways, and that's how you lose football. 
I felt seen with you saying not being able to make the perfect sentence or paragraph and just completely deleting the sometimes I just delete the entire article. But um Dory Brain, just Dory Brain, just remember what I was saying. And I think um what's so frustrating about the Dolphins, you know, how close we were to tasting the AFC East, you know, maybe even being the number one seed, depending on how the, the chips fell. But we have Tyree Kill, you know, he's making that big money. We're getting ready to pay two a time below that big money. We have all these star players, and it just seems like it's still not enough to overcome things. So um Again, we're down and out right now. We lost the division. The Bills somehow still have a lifeline. But if we can beat the Chiefs on the road and we can have Tyreek Hill have that, you know, revenge game that he spoke about earlier in the season, I mean, all we won was a playoff win this year, right? Is that not the starting point? Like, is that not kind of the parameter? I mean, as sad as that sounds, right? As, as sad as that really does sound, Dolphins won a playoff game. It'll feel like a successful season with all the other things they accomplished. You know, two leading the lead in passing. Um Tyree Kill in yards, and again, that goes back to why it's also disappointing that we're in this situation. So I'm spinning out of control here, man. Give us some more from, feedback from our fans. Fins fan four seven nine. Uh, one of the scary, I think it's signing the Hedgehog picks, but he's always tweeting at us. And then, dude, I, I I love hearing from these guys. I actually, this is why we joined Twitter, man. Like these days are so frustrating, and I stay off it because everyone's so annoyed and upset and and pissed. But at the end of the day, man, the 365, 12 months. I mean, we aren't friends because we both like Transformers and Pokemon, dude. It's it's the Dolphins. We're here because we like the Dolphins. And I love hearing from people. And and if I don't get to all these, I do apologize. Uh, Finn's fan, 479, has a scheme, forgets it in the second half every time. Show me rush yards and attempts by first and second half, and I'll show you the problem with this offense. There is so much to that. I do think there is merit to just, hey, guys, let's run the football more. The Dolphins entered the second half with three straight passing plays. But at the same time, if you want to pay Tua to be the guy, complete a pass. Like, there were opportunities, man. Like, there could have been a world where I think the path of more resistance would have been if Miami found success rushing the football. And it's very possible. Mike McDaniel is a run game coordinator. This is his second year scheming up a passing offense. I do wonder if if there is just we're looking or we're leaning too much into this without realizing like the Braxton Barrios miss and you're paying these receivers a lot more than you're paying your running backs. You have seven, eight receivers that you should be trusting um, out there, especially late in the game, especially Bills, Dalton Kincaid, Dawson Knox catching a touchdown. Khalil, I mean, Gabe Davis went out of the game and you saw them still attack the outside. So I, yes, I, I do want to see them run the football more, but I, I do think that, that there's the, there's another layer of complexity that we're really going to start to understand as we go through the offseason. That's also where I'm torn, though, because we can sit here and say we want to run the ball more. But like you said, there were definitely opportunities downfield when throwing the ball. So, you know, whether Tua missed them here or there, the receiver dropped them. I mean, Tyree Kill, again, man, best receiver that we've seen in how many years. But he has come up, um, I don't want to say small in these big games, but, you know, he had a couple drops that were critical this week. He had to drop touchdown last weekend. Who knows? But you're, you're right, man. If you want, you also brought up the Tua thing. If you do want to pay Tua, and I think we all do, but he's going to make a fortune. And if you're going to make a fortune, you got to be able to take games over in this situation. And man, that second half, I wish we could just go back and have a mulligan. Although, honestly, take it down to the two minute warning. Give us that one drive back and see if uh, Tua can do his thing because I kind of felt like it might happen, but um, that's just me being a homer.